Red Bull. Shit. I need a bush. Gives you wings. I can't, I can't do a podcast without a bush light. You can't do a podcast without some form of alcohol. I kind of feel like a fucking alcoholic because we've done a podcast every night this week. No, no, no. I usually don't drink like that much, and then when we do podcasts, it's like, all right, time to open up the alcohol. Yeah, I only had a couple beers last night, and like this morning, I was like, I do not want to be up. <laughs> I woke up pretty fucking late today. <laughs> yeah, I woke up at like six, like six, and I just pushed my alarm out a little further, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to sleep a bit. <laughs> just <to laughs> I'm like, I'm working until 6.30, it does not matter. Dude, yeah, those live shit, those live reactions really, really take it out of me. Yeah, well, I would say if we didn't have fucking lives, we could just do it on the weekend. But, but only we also, only we way you can do that's like a Sunday night. But then you gotta have like Monday the, morning smacking yeah, the dick. Yeah, it'd be the same thing as what we're doing. It's the now, same so. thing. So yeah, it doesn't even like gain at all. Like <laughs> the whole purpose of it just doesn't even work <laughs> no like the idea sounds great on paper until like you realize and then like the other alternative is like hey do it on a sunday afternoon but then you just get accidentally drunk on a sunday afternoon i mean sunday morning <laughs> yeah i'm not in north dakota anymore. you don't you don't want to do an all day <laughs> sunday all day if i did an all day binge on a sunday it's because it's the fourth of july and, like, yeah. do a do a marathon do it I haven't done an actual marathon of drinking since before. On the 4th of July, we broke out some moonshine that my, one of my really good friends got for his wedding that just happened. Mm-hmm. Like this, one of the the bridesmaids gave Tyler and Ashley like 15 jars of moonshine that her dad had made. Jesus. And we got, we were so drunk already that we decided it'd be a great idea to drink pretty much the entire jar. <laughs> So between like four of us, we drink a jar of moonshine. That's weak. Fucking dude, you don't even know. Have you ever had moonshine? Yeah, I've had moonshine. It knocks you on your ass. Potent, potent. I was drinking up to the point where I thought my name was Ed. You thought you were Ed? Yeah. You mean Dale Doback? Yeah, little Dale. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty fucked up. Fucked up enough to shoot a firework and almost hit himself in the fucking chin. <laughs> Oh, do you have the uh, Wikipedia pulled up? I do. All right, sweet. So, we watched the Royal Rumble 2001. By the way, side note here on Royal Rumble. Yep. I'm looking at the results on Wiki. Mm -hmm. The first match was on Heat, right? Yeah, we didn't watch the Heat show, but yeah. Yeah, I know. It lasted a minute, 57 seconds. It was Lowdown, which is Chaz and D-Lo. So, it was like those guys who were... Dressed up like they were on Muhammad Hassan. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were up against Taka, Mikanuku, and Funaki. Funaki, our favorite Japanese wrestler. I wonder if he still wrestles. No. Well, yeah, he's a pro wrestler still, and he's color commentator for WWE. Yeah, Funaki. Yeah, and Taka. Yeah, he he, he does, does uh, the uh, the Japanese uh, commentary for WWE. Yeah, you know, Funaki. He was like always the most random guy you see on the show. I know, right? But everybody loved him. Yeah. When he got beautiful. out there, I was happy. Him and Rey Mysterio for the Cruiserweight belt. Every every Friday night. <laughs> every Saturday night. He was on Velocity all the time. I didn't watch see, Velocity. When I was a kid, I didn't get SmackDown, so I watched Velocity on Saturday. So. <laughs> oh, you poor soul. 
Yeah. Actually, oh, Velocity God. is pretty fucking sweet. Oh, God, I can't believe you never watched it. I was actually a big uh, fan. Like, for a fucking, like, C card, it was pretty good. Because they always had, like, the high-flying cruiserweights and shit. Yeah, no, I watched SmackDown because they had the actual cruiserweights, and uh, it was a lot better. Hey, Rey Mysterio was the main event sometimes on that show. Yeah, so was uh, John Cena before, when he was the prototype. Yeah, even then when John Cena was U.S. champ, he was on that show sometimes. Yeah, they were really trying to get viewers on Velocity. But but they never had Brock Lesnar or Angle. That never happened. <laughs> that, that, that one did not happen. That was too um, much to bargain for. Well, where did the show take place at? It took place in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, that's right, New Orleans. Couldn't think of a hometown hero to win the uh, Royal Rumble match. When Drew Brees wasn't a New Orleans Saint yet. So he couldn't <laughs> come out and take this thing. Fuck, what, oh, one would he be in college at that point, or would he be with the Chargers? He was drafted in 01 by the Chargers. Okay. Well, this would have been beginning of 01, though, so he would have just been done with his He would have still been at Purdue. Still ripping up the frat parties. Good old Purdue. Uh, Purdue. So the, uh, the show starts out with some just amazing pyro, because it's early WWE, and that's all they do is shoot up pyro. Um, the first it's match a pro. Oh, it's always a pro. It's never going to be a con. Uh, the first match is 3D versus Edge and Christian. Yeah, it was a pretty um, good match. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. It was really entertaining. They had all the uh, normal 3D spots, Edge and Christian spots. Devon did his little, like, not clothesline thing, but where like, he jumps in the air, becomes a torpedo spot. Yeah. Um... They did the good old bad guy clap tag, which I love. Best thing. Love it. So funny. Um, we had the 3D was up with Dion yeah. hitting, I believe it was Edge in the nuts. And then Edge accidentally did it to Christian because Devon threw him onto him. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, some cons on it was still, it was early WWE, so... Who the hell was legal? Like, yeah. Half the match, I thought that I question, know what was going like, on. We've watched a lot of different cards here. Everything spanning from like 99 to 2012 now. Like we've had a good like diverse mix here. And uh, I still don't understand who's legal when. Like there's been like a very few limited amount of tag matches where I understand who's legal. Yeah. They, for some reason, promotions just don't understand how to do tag team wrestling, like, I guess. TNA somehow fucked it up on Mount Perlori, too. Because they had that, like, weird triple threat tag match. Yeah, that was just TNA overbooking everything, though, too. Yeah, TNA being TNA. No, AEW right now is the best tag team. By the way, AEW's on tonight, isn't it? Yeah, I don't have TV, though, so I can't Yeah, I don't either. I can't watch it. What the fuck? Do they put it on YouTube afterwards? No, they don't. It's on TNT. Why the fuck would they put it on YouTube? They have a dark show that they put on YouTube. Like yeah, a cow fuck. show type I, thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like Maybe they're different. Yeah, no, they don't do that. Um, It's really stupid. Because I can watch SmackDown and Raw and NXT on Hulu the night after. Yeah. For AEW, you have to have the live TV package. Dude, that's fucking dumb. You can't even get the TNT app. Is that what you're telling me right now? I bet you can get the TNT app. Maybe, I watch it for prob- free. No, you probably need a provider to watch uh, it. Man, well, good for me. I can just log in there because I just do that with like 
a lot of different things naturally. You know, I think about it with the app. I would not, I would not be able to do it. I do watch like a recap show of it every now and then, though. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how good it is because I, I've heard from you that's really good. It is really good. You'd have a good time watching it. Um, we had uh, Devon just getting pounded by Edge and Christian for the entire match. <laughs> Well, it is weird because, like, the start of this match wasn't Edge and Christian. They had all the offense. Like, it wasn't balanced at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, It was weird because I think it was, like, Edge and Diva was pretty back and forth. And then Edge walked over to Christian all beaten up, tagged him. Christian came in, beat up Diva a little bit, got beat up, quickly tagged Edge. Edge caught Diva before he could get Bubba. And then after that, they just beat the shit out of Bubba, or beat the shit out of Devon for like ten minutes. It felt like. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting deal. And then Bubba got a legal tag. The ref literally looked at him, get the tag, and then when he walked in, uh, I think it was Kyoto who was the ref. Just looked at him like, "You didn't tag him." I was like, "Come on." Yeah, and this is why Kyoto was recently released. This is why Kyoto was released because of the yeah, 2001 Kyoto. card. Yeah, this is like a flag <laughs> on his record. His man's like, man, that's lost. We, we had the uh, Devon get the tables uh, chant by the crowd and Bubba, and that's that's always never, a good time. They never got the tables, though, did they? No, they it never got the tables. It was a no. It wasn't a no DQ match. I don't know why. See, I don't know. I don't know why you don't have a no DQ match with these guys. I feel like that should just be like, a stipulation for tag team matches. Well, that's what I'm saying because you got the doublies at the tables and Edge and Christian with the chairs. Like I get, like it's, like it's a it's a champion's advantage to have a disqualification loss as you can't lose the title. But that's like, the biggest bullshit finish of all time. No, by no, way. It's like it's 2020 now. Can we just get rid of that? Like they finally got rid yeah. of uh, immediate rematches, so that way you wouldn't have the same match for the next three cards. But, Man, like, they. The immediate rematch thing I thought made sense. It did until they like ran out. So like you go watch like Survivor Series, let's say, right? Right. And let's say it's Randy Orton versus John Cena, and then Orton beats John Cena at Survivor Series. You know immediately that next pay per view John Cena is gonna win, and then there's gonna be one more pay per view where it's John Cena, Randy See, Orton, and John Cena is gonna well, win. Here's here's the problem with that. So where they fucked up is they just don't let guys hold on to the belt very long anymore. So, well, like, now they do. Now they let people hold on to the belt for a few months. Back, back here in 01. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The like, belt was like hot potato. Well, because you know damn well on the next card, there's just no way out. There's no way Kurt Angle takes that belt in WrestleMania just because it's half a night. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure The Rock beats him. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that's what happens too. So, like, you think about that. It's just like if they would have had immediate rematches, it would have made sense. Like Rock Austin at WrestleMania 17 was good. We haven't watched it yet, I guess. But I've seen it before. I guarantee you that they had an immediate rematch on like Raw or something. And That's what I'm saying. Because like some... what would happen is if they didn't want the match to be on the next pay per view, they would do an immediate rematch like that Monday after, basically. And then the challenger would get screwed over because it was like a bad guy champion and he'd either win by. He'd win by DQ so he wouldn't get the title or there'd be like a count out or just something stupid. Some bullshit finish. Yeah, it's always just a bullshit or, finish. Or our favorite, the classic run-in. 
or the classic running with the distraction roll-up finish because of the surprise roll-up. So there's been uh, one of the channels I watch that like does like the review shows of Raw and SmackDown because I don't have three hours out of my day every day to watch them. Yeah, I get it. He's been uh, putting down a surprise roll-up counter. He started this back in March because he didn't want he didn't think he was going to do it back at the beginning of 2020, and it happened so much. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to start it now. So it's like the beginning <laughs> of March. Now he's over 100 surprise roll-up finishes. What? Who's this? Yeah. Uh, for the WWE, for like their like, for their finishes, instead of like having like a definite like a finisher move finish, you know, they always kick out of it and then they like lose by like a surprise roll up. It's the most devastating move in wrestling. Apparently, that's the finish that we're all asking for. That's the it's, it's so fucking stupid. That's why I don't have three hours out of my day to watch it. If I if it wasn't so stupid, I'd probably sit down and watch it. Yeah, but the only things I like, I like the WWE champion right now, and uh, I don't mind like their world heavyweight. It's called a universal title. Now. I don't, really, <coughs> I don't mind that so much. But I like the WWE champion a lot more. He's a lot cooler, I think. Who is it? And it's Drew McIntyre. Uh. Fucking dude, he's he's so good now. After he left WWE and came back, he's got so much better. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, in general, any champion should have at least a decent reign. So, like, if they were going to have, like, the immediate rematch, I just think it, as long as they built the storyline right, it works well. Yeah, but what if you do that immediate rematch and the guy who just won the title for the first time loses it that next month and then doesn't get it back ever again? That's just fucking dumb. See, then that's why they exactly. shouldn't do that. <laughs> that's, that's why they, they should have the immediate it. rematch, but they, they should have let Angle run with the belt in the rest of the meeting. And then, like, the other thing here I'm throwing out is Angle should have got that rematch at WrestleMania, but they could have had a triple threat. You know, they could have done that, but I think Rock v. Austin draws a lot bigger ratings than Rock v. Austin than Angle. Back no, in I 2001, agree. at least. I agree with that, but I'm just saying, like, that would just... I'm, I'm taking on paper here. That would just make more sense. Yeah, that would just make more sense. But uh, 3D end up winning. Um, Edge gets thrown out of the ring, and then Christian get, gets hit by the uh, 3D, and they uh, get the pin for the victory, and they're the new tag team titles, new ta- tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, uh, it was a good one. I thought. Yeah, it, was, it was a good one. I gave it three stars. I thought it was a good match. I was entertained. Yeah. The, the legal just, just under ten minutes too. Yeah, it was just under ten minutes. The uh, it wasn't slow, so that that had it going for it. The legal tags not working, I thought was stupid. The who's legal part about it was also really fucking stupid. But other than that, it was pretty good. I really enjoyed most of the action on it. So three stars. I yeah, think like, well, you can't go wrong back here in the early 2000s with Dudley's Edge and Christian or the Hardys. Exactly. The gods of tag team wrestling. Pretty much. All right. And then the uh, next match was for the IEC title, I believe. And it was Chris Benoit yeah. versus Chris Jericho. Which had a lot of bumps. Which had a lot of... A lot of head bumps. It was a ladder match. So there was one spot where Chris Jericho jumped over the ropes, or when Benoit, I think, maybe jumped over the ropes, and Chris Jericho just like walked away, and Benoit just ate the fucking mat. Yeah. And there was the one part after that, they get back in the ring, they do some wrestling, uh, Chris Jericho rolls out of the ring, he grabs a chair, 
Benoit sees out of the ring, so he runs full speed, does a suicide dive, straight into a baseball swing with a fucking steel chair to the head. Yeah, that was pretty brutal to watch. That was pretty brutal. He did get his hands up at least, so it wasn't unprotected. So You know what was more brutal? Are you going to go back to the, the 99? Yes. Nick Foley <laughs> taking 11 of those punk bitches in one match. Yeah, that's that's true. If he would have ran in there without his hands protecting him, maybe, may, maybe would have been more. Either way, that was a fucking brutal shot. It was a fucking huge hands shot. Hands or no hands. That was brutal. They had a lot of uh, using the ladder as a weapon and doing headshots with it. Is is the same spot the whole match over and over again, but it still looked yeah. good. And Jericho fell off the ladder like three fucking times. Yeah, they did the same every single time. Instead of like finding new ways to get each other off the ladder, they would just push them off the ladder or grab them and throw them down instead of doing something different. There was never a time, I don't, other than when Jericho. Jericho hit the walls of Jericho at the top of the ladder, which is all, which is a really like iconic picture. But other than that, I don't think there's any other time that both of them were on the ladder at the same time. Not that I can remember, no, anyways. I, I don't think so either. And by the um, way, I just really wondered now when Jericho falls off that ladder and smokes the rope, like that has to hurt at least a little bit. Like there's a little bit of give it, and you know, that's gotta still hurt. Yeah, it's the reason why they go for the rope is because then it catches their fall a little bit and it's not on their knees, but it still hurts. Yeah, as you say, that rope cannot be super soft. That's what kind of stuff. No, the rope, I think, is just metal wrapped in uh, like athletic tape, basically. Fuck. It's just like, it's a lot of athletic tape, though, but it's still, it's a solid. Either way. Either way. It just goes up and down, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a ladder crotch spot, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Where uh, Benoit was at the top rope, and then, or what? Ha- no, he got thrown onto the ladder that was fell- that was on the corner, and then as he fell back, he had his leg trapped in the ladder, so the ladder landed like right in between both legs. So that was pretty good. That was pretty funny. The uh, the match was pretty slow, though. I don't know how long it was, but it felt. Like at least twenty minutes. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, there was a lot of resting spots, a lot of rest holds that they would like go from oh we're both down and they're getting like they're not getting counted out but they're both laying down from a big spot to a rest hold type of thing and I feel like do one or the other don't do both when you do both yeah. it kind of like you guys are supposed to be like the two best workhorses in the company. Why, why do you need to do this? You guys should have the cardio to be fine with doing a match. I mean, it says me drinking a beer right now, but like still. <laughs> yeah. Mean, after sitting should... here on a podcast, just talking about it, drinking. But I mean, that's, I mean, that's just my views on it. I've seen a lot more like nonstop action type of wrestling, total nonstop action wrestling. Yeah. They you don't take spread it my mind. Yeah. They um, take no break. They take no shit either. At the beginning of the match, I called that there was going to be a headbutt, headbutt off the top of the ladder. And there was a headbutt off the top of the ladder, but he missed it. So since they proved me wrong, it has to be a con. Since uh, they didn't make me right. You fucking bitch. <laughs> and uh, there was those, those ladder falls where they just kept pushing them off the ladder. And they just kept falling, hitting the ropes, falling, hitting the mat over and over. I just got like desensitized by it because it just happened over and over again. Yeah, I mean, you do it once or twice, it's kind of a big fucking deal. But yeah, but you do it multiple that, times, it's just like, yeah. 
Uh, there was at one point where I believe Benoit had the ladder in his hand or something, and then Jericho did a missile drop kick and hit him right in the head with it. Hit him right in the head. Yeah. Like with the ladder, he kicked the ladder and hit him right in the head, and then I had the walls of Jericho in the ladder spot as one of the pros, and then Jericho ended up winning, which he took his sweet-ass time climbing that ladder and making Benoit sell for him. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I was like, that was a long climb. Yeah, it was. I figured it's just going to be one of those because, you know, they do the slow climb or whatever to wait for the opponent. When he did that, I thought, okay, Benoit's clearly going to get up because he's taking so long. And then Jericho's like, one more step and then grabs the title. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess Chris Jericho just won the match now. It's about damn time. Yeah, uh, it took just under 19 minutes for that match. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I felt like that was about a half hour. Yeah, it, it took a while. It took a while. A while. Uh, I ended up giving the match three stars still, though. It's still Chris Benoit yeah. and Chris Jericho. It's a ladder match. Can't yeah. really, ha- I mean, you can have a bad ladder match, but it's really other hard pro, other pro, crippler crossfader. Mm-hmm. That's true. I didn't write that down. There was a spot where they did the crippler crossface and Jericho tapped out like four times. Yeah, yeah, right away, he tapped out. Yeah, I figured since he did that, that he would just be incapacitated and Benoit be able to go up the ladder and get the title. I don't, I don't yeah. remember this match. Like, I totally forgot about the Jericho. Uh, well, well, I knew about the spot. I just didn't know that it was Benoit that took it. Or on this card. Yeah, or on this card. Uh, the the next match, we had China versus Ivory, which the whole story going into it is that they yeah. broke China's neck. Great backstory. Um, that, that was it. Most this iconic match. part of that promo that you wanted to skip got caught in there. Uh they do the interview where Ivory's like mocking China. Yeah, but you have Alvina dressed up as Michael Cole. <laughs> I, I did not see Michael. I did not see Valvina's Michael Cole. Well, I couldn't maybe tell if it was a Jim Ross maybe I would have given Michael Cole. Stars. If I would have saw that, I might have given it two stars. Yeah, I, at first I thought he was dressed up as good old JR, but then I realized that after watching Michael Cole's his Frost and Tips interview The Rock, that uh, he was Michael Cole. <laughs> he was Michael Cole. Yeah. So. Uh, the match start. The match is announced. Or whatever. Ivory comes out in the right to censor music, which is just an alarm, and it's it's fucking annoying. I don't know anyone that likes it. Anyone that likes it, they have something wrong with them. I agree. Uh, and then China comes out, looking as pumped as ever. Got this big old metal tube around her arm. Didn't know what the hell it was. All of a sudden, shoots out pyro. Big plus for me. Only positive thing I can really think of, other than China. Once the match started, just dominating Ivory, throwing her around by her hair, just beating the shit out of her. Yeah, this was a walking three and a half minutes, by the way. <laughs> it felt longer than three and a half. It felt like it was like five to ten. Yeah, and so the other pro. Wrestling, but then you got to do like the post-match uh, angle. Other pro you got to throw in there, by the way, is uh, Stevie Richards getting the shit beat out of by China. That, that, is true. that is true. That would be under China dominance. Because she was dominating the competition. And uh, there was dominating. I believe she did a a cartwheel into a, like, I don't know, back elbow or something in the corner. And Ivory dove out of the way. And China hit her back on the turnbuckle, which made her go paralyzed, I guess. Yeah, She's well, China seemed odd. Didn't it, was, make awesome. it, it was a really dumb end. And then Ivory bit her. China's neck wasn't broken. She was fine. They're just making an angle. 
JR put his somber voice. Like, oh no, boys, this, this is serious. And other, I don't know if this is pro or con, but Jerry Lawler runs in there. <laughs> He's uh, yeah. all like, I gotta look out for the well being of China. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, did not put that down on either one. For Jerry Lawler and women, I do not, uh, do not rate. Like, yeah, <laughs> like Jerry Lawler and women seems a little fucking like assaultish. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, I ended up giving this match a whopping half a star, and I can't be talked into any more. No, I agree completely. It really was not good. Like, they had the potential to make it good. And then they just didn't. Shit all over it. So she gets carted out, whatever. They do fucking four or five promos into the next match because they're really dragging out this pay-per-view. There's only five matches on this entire pay-per-view, and it was three hours long. And one of them was the Rumble. One of those rumble, which yeah, that's gonna take up a good amount of time, but three hours. Yeah, it's a, it's a job. Yeah. Uh, the next match is for the WWE title. The uh, title holder is Kurt Angle, and he's facing Triple H. So, I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember the promo going up to it or whatever. They were just the promo. You gotta remember here, Stephanie threatened Trish. With her life. Oh, that's a pro right. Of this yeah. Match. yeah, because a pro of this match is this man coming out there and trying to contain two women. Yeah, we had a man come out and cont- trying to stop the cat fight between Stephanie McMahon and Trish Stratus towards the end of the match, which is pretty funny. Yeah, big <laughs> con of this match. I'm calling WWE Network out. He kept fucking saying, "Sorry, this won't work," and it kept taking me back to Jericho oh. Benoit. Happened three oh. times. Yeah, the. The network always fucking up on you. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, there was some good brawling in the match. I mean, when you have Triple H in there, he's a pretty good brawler. For everything, yeah. whatever, it's all worth. He's a good brawler. Uh, he was attacking Angle's leg for most of the match. Yeah, and, no, he was uh, working on that because he had the what was that move called where he was like falling down like the calf. Uh, uh, it's not a calf crusher, but. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the hell it's called. Because the calf crusher yeah, he, is what it's AJ Styles submission hold. Yeah, he did like this like five times in a row. Yeah, he did it where like he laced his foot up against uh, Kurt Angle's leg and then he would fall back to make his leg just basically snap in half. Pretty much, um, yeah. The match was pretty slow. It was there was a good amount of leg attack, but the, I felt like there was too much leg attack. Where he, the amount of leg attack that he was doing to Kurt, Kurt shouldn't have been able to get up and walk. Yeah, so like, I agree. I'm fine. I won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, no, I agree with that. <laughs> and, By uh, the way, you would think you're the Triple H would have won. Mm-hmm. For sure, but I don't think they. But want he Triple didn't. H. I don't think they want Triple H main event in WrestleMania since he did last year. What was the main event at WrestleMania 2000? Yeah. McMahon in every corner. So basically, it was like Austin hurt. It was he? Like, yeah, Austin needed yeah. neck surgery, but they were still selling Austin being there, I believe. And then Big Show took his place. Gotcha. Because so I was wondering why they off. didn't do he Rock got, Austin. He got, he got ran over by Rikishi because he did it. He did it for the Rock. For the people. Yeah, well, I thought that. Uh, yeah, I thought Rock Austin would happen the year before again, too. They made a lot of money It was a good thing that, that they did it every two years. So if they would have done the three matches back-to-back-to-back, I think it would have kind of ruined. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Kind of like how still... they did, like, John Cena or The Rock. 
back to back because they would have waited till WrestleMania 30 to do Rock versus Cena too. I think that would have been a lot bigger. Yeah, well, their build up on that was kind of a weird fucking deal too, if I remember right. Well, they used WrestleMania 27 to build yeah. WrestleMania 28 and 29. Or it could be off by one. It might have been 20. no, yeah, it's 27. 27, the Miz versus John Cena to build up to WrestleMania 28 for John Cena versus The Rock to then build up to WrestleMania 29. You got to give them a little bit of credit here. You know, like they were thinking long-term. They weren't thinking just about next month. For all the shit that they get for not doing long-term booking, that was some long-term booking. That's what I'm saying, you know, and uh, The Rock went out and filmed about 18 movies in the meantime. Dude, he made so much money during that time. Yeah, he's all like, guess what, folks? On every movie, it's no longer Bradley Cooper. No longer Brad Cooper. I, uh, I called out during the leg attack that Triple H was going to do a figure four leg lock, and he did. And yeah, he I did do that. It happened, that's a pro, because I guessed it, and it was right, and they didn't fuck me over. So. Yeah, no, I, I didn't think he started doing the figure four until, like, Ric Flair and Evolution happened. Well, he was calling out Ric Flair. He wanted Ric Flair to be his uh, manager or something, probably, at that time. Yeah, Ric Flair's in WCW just, like, fucking falling on the mat, yelling woo Ooh. repeatedly. Woo. For the, uh, the Vince McMahon, Trish Stratus, and Seth McMahon, I do have it as a pro here, but the way I have it as a pro is just, what the fuck, LOL. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely a what the fuck moment, because, like, he picked up Trish Stratus, and you're all like, watch his hand, watch his hand. Watch his hand, watch his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he gets to the ramp, and all of a sudden, he falls on his back. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? <laughs> Vince McMahon bodybuilder gets taken down by Seth McMahon. Who's like a whopping 130 soaking wet on a good day? Oh, for sure. Um, there was that one point where Kurt was on the top turnbuckle, I believe, or he was just, I don't remember. They were both up for sure. And Earl's looking right at him. All of a sudden, he just quickly looks away as Triple H does an uppercut to Kurt Angle's balls. No reason why he looked away. He just knew the spot was coming. So I was like, oh, fuck, I can't be looking at this. <laughs> he looks away. So that, that's a con because, like, c- come on, Earl, you're better than this. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was an interesting was a, match. It, it lasted yeah. 24 minutes. Yeah, it was really fucking long, dude. Uh, I have slow written down twice as a con because towards the end of being slow, they did a, a bad ref bump. And uh, they did have a good bad ending, though. I have that down as a pro because the ending was bad, but I was entertained by it, so it's fine. Austin came out and uh, gave good old Triple H the stunner because he's stone cold, I guess, and that's what he does. And then gave him the middle finger, so I kind of laughed at him. Yeah, and I would say payback's a bitch. Because then the rumble, Triple H comes back out and, like, just fucking murders stone cold. Yeah, Triple Triple H does get his revenge during the rumble and does start taking out uh, stone cold. Yeah. Coming out. As Austin's down for like ten minutes, bleeding out of his fucking like, head. He's basically like an aggressive amount. Yes, like an Not aggressive. Not as much as James Storm, but was still bleeding out. Well, there's this spot during the Rumble where he's laying down there after Triple H just like basically wrecked his shit, <laughs> and you can just see like a pool of blood. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't stay in the mat. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I guess all the blood was left out on the ramp, probably. Earl Hebner had to get the janitorial <laughs> crew out there to clean it up. Earl's like, give me the mop, I can do it myself. <laughs> uh, so this match was pretty pretty slow. It wasn't very eventful. It was very Triple H-y match. I gave it two stars. Two, huh? Yeah. 
I would think with Triple H and Kurt Angle in 2001, the match would have been a lot better than what it was. I was had I had higher hopes for it than what happened. Yeah, I don't know. It's by the way, really weird like wrestling history moment here. Triple H and Austin going back and forth at the Rumble here, just like basically pissing at each other's Cheerios. But then, like six months later, they're like a team. Yeah, the two man power trip. Yeah, weird shit. But yeah, I would thought it was two stars worth of like action. It was too long, too much bullshit that happened. It was funny. Don't get me wrong, it was funny, but not good match. Yeah. I don't know, what would you give it? Two, three? I mean, give two and a half that way. Two and a half? Yeah, I was leaning towards two and a half, but it, was, it just took too long. It would me. get a three from me, but uh, I missed, like, the back quarter of it because of WWE Network's bullshit. You, you didn't miss much. They laid on the ground for, like, ten minutes for Austin to come running out to give a stunner. That's all the ending was. And now we are at the main event of the evening. And we the have Rumble. the Royal Rumble. It By the way, out... Kane has 11 eliminations. Kane wow. gets 11 eliminations on this one. But one of them he had help with. So does that one really count? It should be more like 10 and a half sacks, not 11. So <laughs> that's okay. the hill I die on. The hill you die on. <laughs> so uh, for a pro, I have... Uh, Jeff Hardy doing cool moves because Jeff Hardy was doing cool moves. It started out with Jeff Hardy and uh, Bull Buchanan. Yeah. And they were fighting for a while. Bull looked like he had the advantage. All of a sudden, Matt Hardy comes out number three. He comes running in, starts helping out Jeff, and they take out Bull. So Jeff and Matt Hardy had the first elimination, so they both are at half a sack. Um, after that, they decided <laughs> to start wrestling with each other. And they were, they kept going, kept going. And all of a sudden, uh, I believe you thought Farouk. Bradshaw came out. <laughs> oh, Farouk. Well, Ron Simmons asked him. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was Farouk who came out and he started beating them up. Uh, and then he started taking all these young boys' uh, offense, which I was really surprised. They, he took the, uh, the poetry in motion. He took a twist of fate into a swanton, I believe. And then they threw him out, which I was really like, this man's a veteran, and he's just taking these guys, these unproved kids, just off. And so, you know what? Good on him. Good on him. And then the best then, entrance of all time comes out. Was it Drew Carey? Drew Carey. Yeah, Drew Carey. That's one of my cons. His, uh, his comes Drew out Carey. with money in his pocket. Money in his pocket. Uh the uh, Matt or Jeff Hardy and then Matt both throw each other out. Technically, Jeff threw Matt out before Matt threw Jeff out. Technically, yeah. but they both threw each other out. So all that's remaining in the ring is Drew Carey, and then you hear the duh, duh, and it's Kane coming out. Drew Carey is about to piss himself at this point. Yeah, and just gonna throw this out there: Drew Carey lasted that rumble longer than Bull Buchanan. And Farouk. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I forgot one of the uh, one of the cons I had in here. Jeff went for a kick against Matt Hardy, missed it by like at least three feet, and then Matt realized it. He was like, "Oh, I fell over." Christ. <laughs> so I had that down the cow. It was pretty fucking funny to see, though. Uh, 
So Kane comes out there. Drew Carey's like, oh, I'll give this man a handshake because this is a friendly competition. Kane's like, what are you doing? I'm the yep. big red machine. I am the mayor of Knox County. Don't you dare shake my hand. I am the mayor of Knox County. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew happens to take out that wad of cash he has in his pocket to try to pay off Kane. And Kane's like not having it. He puts his hand on Drew's throat to uh, signify he's going to do a choke slam. And then uh, who comes out? Was it Raven? Was it Raven that came out at that point? So Raven yeah. then comes out he and seems very confused, like he did for most of this round. Yeah, very confused. Uh, Raven comes out and Kane lets go of <coughs> Drew Carey. Drew Carey jumps over the top rope, eliminates himself. So Drew Carey is now out of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and high fives a lot of fans. And high fives ate a lot of fans because he has a pay-per-view special coming up. That's the whole reason why he was there. Yeah, he's all like, guess his, what? Uh, I'm not really that funny, but I have but a show coming up. Whose line is it anyways, guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Raven comes out, he starts beating them up, and then Al Snow, I believe, comes out next, right? Yeah, we go Al Snow. Al Snow, he immediately goes under the ring, throws trash cans, all this, throws garbage all over the ring, and I have Al Snow props as one of the pros, because they were just so much, it was so funny, all the shit that was in there. Sadly, he yeah. was not during doing his head gimmick yet, so nobody got to chant, uh, we love head, we want head, because he was done with that at that point, I guess. I don't know if he ever went back to it, but... Well, he did, in TNA, when he pulled it from under the ring. We're talking about WWE, dude. I, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about Al Snow. Uh, so Al Snow comes out. He's, they just start beating each other with a bunch of weapons. I believe next was that Steve Blackman? or No, Greg? Perry Black. Perry Saturn. Perry, that's right. Perry Saturn comes out. And then it was Blackman, and then it was Grandmaster, right? Yep. Yep, so they all come out. They all start teaming up on Kane. All the lower card people try beating up the higher mid-card Kane. They're not doing that well. And uh, Kane gets gets pissed off. He then eliminates Grandmaster Sexy, Steve Blackman, Al Snow, Raven, and Perry Saturn all at the same time. I do have a con, though. When they were all in there, it was so slow. Like, there was nothing happening. For fuck's sake, man, you have one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six guys in there all at once. Yeah, and they were all just standing in the corner throwing a punch, throwing a kick. That no, I it. agree. Or they had six guys on there. Out. I know, they had too many people in the ring at one time. I don't think they, they need that many they more have, card. They needed yeah. The Rock to come in like, in the middle of that, not after no, it. No, for sure. If they would have had The Rock in there and helped split up some of the eliminations with Kane, that would have been a little bit better. But Except I just Kane feel like... was just a force we reckon with. He should have won this rumble. Yeah, he, he, he really Kane got robbed. He got Kane robbed. did get robbed. Uh, so then co- comes out Honky Tonk Man, which I have as a pro because he's a Honky Tonk Man. Starts yeah. singing and shit, and then Kane immediately throws him out. Yeah, he lasted le- about half the time that you carried in. <sighs> that a boy. And then uh, the Good Father comes out. It was right? the Rock, and then the Good Father. Oh, it was the Rock, and then the Good Father. Yep. So the Rock comes out. They start brawling or whatever, and then uh, Good Father comes out. They start beating up and. Good Father the Rock then throws out the Good Father. Um, I have Kane's dominance on here as a pro also, but just throughout the entire Royal Royal Rumble, but specifically when he did like throw out all those people. Yeah. And, and the, the worst Rock. part is Nexus taps, and he doesn't even get 
a minute. He's out in yeah. 10 seconds. We have Taz go in there. Everyone explodes when Taz's music goes up. Everybody's happy. He gets. Does he get the Taz mission on the rock? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Literally, he lasted 10 seconds in that soldier pitch. Yeah, and then Kane throws him over the top rope. Is it Bradshaw? It's Bradshaw next? Okay. Yeah. So Bradshaw comes in, starts doing Bradshaw things. He's clearly not Farouk at this point, so we do know that he was not in there earlier. Full disclosure. <laughs> Full disclosure. Um, so then we have... Who's next? Is it Test or is it Archer? It was uh, Albert. Albert. Oh, fuck, dude. Albert lasted a while then, huh? So 15 we have, minutes. Yeah, we had uh, Prince Albert in there, the uh, penis piercing. Yep. Um, <laughs> and they were just, just brawling. Nothing was really happening during that point. They were just beating each other up. After that, do we have Test? After that, Hardcore Holly. We had Hardcore Holly. You lasted a surprising long amount of time. 14 minutes. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, Hardcore Holly could have been a main eventer. Okay, back the fuck up. Sorry, he, you're right. he was a main eventer. My bad. He was a Velocity main eventer. He had a title match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, a squash match. It was still a match for a title. Like putting me in there with Brock Lesnar to do a squash match with me coming <laughs> yeah, out but victorious. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get pay per view by it, so you're not that gallon. After, uh, oh yeah, I know I'm not that gallon, but after this podcast, get a long job. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Brock. Yeah, I'm not calling Brock out. <laughs> Paul Heyman, I'll take him on. <laughs> um, after that, was it Big Show that came in? Okay, quick. Otherwise known as Raw, the truth killing. Okay, quick. Our truth comes in. Who's after that? The old Big Val. Valboski. Big Val, but too. Valboski lasted there a while, too, then. Uh, Ten and a half minutes, yeah. Should have been longer. Should have been the final one to win, honestly. But Final four, Val Venus. Hardcore Holly. <laughs> that was Kane, 99. It's so cold. <laughs> 99. You forget, Val Venus was a final four in 99. He could have won the Royal, Royal Rumble, honestly. But in the back of our minds, we all knew that he was not winning the Rumble because he was an IP contender. He should have, though. Uh, who who do we have up next and after Val? We got v- William Regal. William he lasted Regal? a whop in two minutes. Who threw out Regal? Tess, because he came out next. The test only lasted about two minutes as well. Huh. I don't have that one written down. That's the one I missed, I guess. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Then after that was Big Show, who, like, lasted for a minute and a half, and they got pissed off and just, like, murdered The Rock. Yep, we had Big Show to throw out Test, and then he threw out R-Truth, and then The Rock got Big Show out. So then Big Show then, I have this written down as a pro, actually, he then throws the rock through a table, and the rock is I, now laying on the outside. I just he did don't not understand get that. In a rumble, how the hell can you actually exit the ring? Like, that should not be a rule. Because Shawn Michaels once had one foot hit the ground, so they had to make a two-foot rule, and then somebody went out through the middle rope, and they had to make a over-the-top rule. Absolute bullshit. That's, that's how it is. That's how it's always going to be, and it's never going to change. Vince, I'm calling you out. Get your writers on the phone. Vince, I'm calling you out. 1v1. 
Street Bring fight. your billions. Bring Let's your millions it. and billions. Yeah, I'll take all the billions and manage it. <laughs> and then, so now at this point, I wrestle uh, a ladder match for the out. contract. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Undertaker comes out, right? Uh, Crash Holly. Oh, that's right. Fuck yeah. Crash, I forgot. Crash comes out and starts uh, doing Crash Holly things. Just a lower card guy, just running around, Two and trying a half to minutes. get some momentum, getting the crowd pumped. And then getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Tuhati comes out then? Taker. Take Wait, when does the take, did Scotty come out after Taker? Yeah, he came out right after Taker. Because remember, Kane and Undertaker fucking cleaned the ring. Yep. And then, and so the next. The Rock uh, is still nursing his fucking, like, table bump. He's still nursing his table bump. So is Stone Cold nursing his uh, attack from Triple H. After Scotty Tuhati comes out there and lasts for 47 seconds with that. Yeah. Taker. And then Stone Cold uh, comes out. So we have Undertaker taking out JBL. We have Kane taking out Crash Holly. We have Undertaker taking out Hardcore Holly. We have Kane throwing out Albert. Undertaker throwing out Belvinus. And then Undertaker and Kane throwing out Scotty Tuhati. Yeah, just a real fucking dominant form. Oh, that was more action than when Kane threw out the six people by himself. It, yeah. It was fucking no. nuts. The crazy thing is here, they were actually smart about it. They were not like the Hardy brothers. Uh, they uh, they actually worked together, and then they just yeah. didn't wrestle each other. They just waited. Yeah, that's true. They were smarter than the Hardy boys, but they're also seasoned veterans. Yeah, this is why they're in the title picture, and the Hardys were not. So then next, is it Haku that comes in? Uh, no, you got Stone Cold. And they gotta remember here. Oh, that's so that's yeah. when Stoko comes out and yeah, he gets so, his ass kicked. So he fucks up Triple H's title shot, and then Triple H comes out and just like brutally assaults Stone Cold to the point where like eight refs come out to pull Triple H out. Yep, eight refs had to pull Triple H off of him. So now you have both Stone Cold and Rock laying nursing injuries. Yes, the two top tier talents just get the little people that got. The two big people that got the draws to come see the match are both not wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I didn't write that down as a con, but you know what? That That's a con. That's that's fucking awful, actually, looking back at it now. Yeah. Like, I get, okay, yeah, it adds a little bit of drama, but, like, these people came to see Rock and Austin beat up people. And they made it to the final four. <laughs> and they made it to the final four, but they were in there earlier than the final four. So then next comes out Haku. Uh, Billy Gunn, then Haku. Dude, Billy Gunn lasted a long time, then. What the hell? Billy Gunn was number 28. He lasted about seven minutes, but he was in the final four. Not bad. So Billy Gunn comes out, and he's taking on both Kane and Undertaker, somehow surviving. And then Scotty Tuhati comes out, which I was really sad because I wanted Scotty, Grandmaster, Sexy, Rikishi to all be in there at the same yeah. time, but they weren't. Well, Scotty Tuhati was already out at this point because Haku came out next. Yep. Haku comes out next, and Haku, the badass motherfucker that he is, starts beating up both Kane and Undertaker, but then uh, Stone Cold finally gets back into the ring and uh, takes out Haku. Does Rikishi come in? Yeah, Rikishi's number 30, yeah. So, wait, was Haku 29? Yeah, Haku was 29, Rikishi was 30. Haku was 29, he must have been the surprise entrant then, because everybody kind of, like, exploded when he came out. Yeah, I don't know... Why the uh, they really should have had numbers next to these guys when they came out? Yeah, I know nowadays, like they have the numbers running, and it's really convenient for me, especially to uh, know when the oh. last person came out. Because after uh, 
Rikishi came out, I thought there were still a couple more people to come and just yeah, you know, like I was shocked. I was just totally thinking like Triple H has to come out here or something. Yeah, because Triple H wasn't the title holder. Because what when Austin beat McFoley in '99, did McFoley then go in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, I think you're right. I think he came into the Rumble at that point and uh, didn't make it, obviously. But I think he got into the Rumble. Yeah, that's crazy. So then Stone Cold eliminates Haku. Uh, Rikishi's in there just dominating people. Throws out The Undertaker. Yeah. And then The Rock, who Rikishi's best friends with, gets thrown out by. So The Rock throws out Rikishi because Rock's no longer nursing his table injury. Yeah. Finally comes back in there. So the final four is Rock, Stone Cold, Billy Gunn, the main eventer, Billy Gunn, and uh, Kane, who right now is on a dominant streak. Uh, Stone Cold proceeds to bury Billy Gunn. Yeah. And gets and eliminates him. Yeah. And then uh, uh... Kane eliminates Rock at this point, too. So now the final two is Kane and Stone Cold. And yeah, honestly, by the way, I'm just going to throw this out there. The Rock lasted about 39 minutes just under that. But he spent like fucking 25 of that nursing. Uh, dude, I'd bet more than 25, to be honest. Like, it was a stupid amount of time. Like, and uh, what else do I have here for? So I have some great action. Like during that point when it was a final four, it was some pretty good. Or even final five with Rikishi in there. Like, there was some really good action, really good back and forth that were going on. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold with his chair shots was pretty damn good. And then Kane is about to eliminate, or he was going to eliminate both Rock and Stone Cold, but he only gets the Rock. Stone Cold then goes on the offensive, and then he eliminates uh, Kane, who's like leaning on the rope or whatever. And we get Stone Cold winning the uh, Royal Rumble. And we get to end it with a beer bath. Yeah. And Earl Hebner was not there to partake. And Earl Hebner was not there, sadly. Or, yeah, he was not there to share beer, sadly. Yeah, he's busy, busy in the back uh, containing. At one at one point, I wrote down slow too many people, and that was after Taz. So that would have been when Big Show, Rock, R-Truth, all those people were in there right before Undertaker got in there. I have that down as a con just because of how slow it was. Yeah, and there's there were the points on the thing where it's slow, but it's kind of hard to keep a rumble staying fast paced. No, true. When they, especially when they're trying to like reach a like a certain time quota too for the pay per view, like they know like oh fuck, we got to space out these entrances a little bit. Yeah, well, the way they could have done this is they could have just had like China dominate Ivory for like ten minutes instead of three. That's true. They could have also seven. Maybe they thought China getting carved off is going to take longer. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So this one is going to take as long for me to recap all my star scores like the other one does, because this one only has five matches. So I'll go through the other stars again, and then I'll let you know what my final star for the uh, pay- for the uh, main event and the pay-per-view were. So for 3D versus Edge and Christian, I have three stars. Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho, I have three stars. China versus Ivory, I have a star and a half. Triple H versus Kurt Angle, I have two stars. And then the Royal Rumble itself, I gave three and a half stars. I thought it was better than the 99 Rumble by far. Yeah. But re- really, like, there wasn't that many viable winners of the pay-per-view. Like, well, my whole thing with it. the Rumble here that I'm just not, like, not getting down with is uh, the fact that they uh, they just keep 
throwing out a bunch of just people who are not qualified to win this thing. Like, they just need yeah, it's better a, it's, talent. It's the, it's the lack of main eventers is all it is. Yeah. Like, the newer Rumbles, like, they have, like, legitimate winners that could win it. Like, yeah. you have a, a couple baby faces and a couple bad guys that could win it. That you could see, like, okay, this makes sense that they could win it. But then again, back here, back now, they only had one title, so they only had either a babyface or a bad guy. Typically, when the Royal Rumble happens, you have one babyface champion and one bad, like, one uh, fa- heel champion. Yeah. So, it makes it a little bit more, like, it makes it less predictable in the long run. Yeah, I don't know. The fact that WCW had, like, half of the talent pool, too, didn't help. That's true. Once we had after two thousand one, it gets a lot better. I'm sure. Yeah, I can't I'm wait sure. to see the two thousand three Royal Rumble, two thousand three, because both Austin and Rock don't win it. So. Oh yeah, and the fact that like in O two neither of them won it either. Yeah, so that's gonna be O two is actually probably like a good Rumble. Like, we should maybe check that one out because that was like right when all the talent was kind of crashing in there. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, we could we could watch if you want to. Not skip two thousand two. We could always go and watch two thousand two Rumble, B pay per view, WrestleMania. Yeah, we could do that because I've never seen WrestleMania eighteen either. Actually, now that I think about it, and that's I've when seen... Rock and Hogan happened. Yeah, Rock and Hogan, it's, it's electrifying. Dude. It's great. Yeah, we could watch O two. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's a decent one. Actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, it's one of the top pay per view. It's one of the top WrestleMania. It's probably top ten, maybe. Yeah, probably. Seven, I mean, Seventeen's hype. like top three, without a doubt. Yeah, well, the hype leading up to eighteen was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Big fuck up on uh, eighteen, I think, is when they had Stone Cold and handicap match. Well, no, no, eighteen. He did have a. He fought Scott Hall, so I guess it technically was a handicap match because he had to wrestle Scott Hall. Well, yeah, <laughs> Scott Hall never knew how to wrestle by himself. I mean, Scott Hall was also drugged out. <laughs> Scott Hall not drugged out. Great wrestler. Scott Hall drugged out. Disgrace. Scott Hall for like 25 of the 30 years he wrestled. But those five years, dude. Yeah. Well, like in the 90s when him and Michaels were having ladder matches, those were pretty solid. True. Him, honestly, just him with the IC title was pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, he had a good run. I think that's what kept him away from the world title for the longest time. Yeah, he didn't really. And he it. never, well, he never got it either because half time he's even drunk or high, you know. True. So I ended up giving uh, this pay per view three stars. I thought it was good. I thought it was better than the last Royal Rumble, which I believe only gave two and a half stars. Let me check. It wasn't good, as good as Bound for Glory 2012, but yeah, nothing is though, you know. So. <laughs> I give last WrestleMania. Did I give us three stars? Oh, maybe I don't. I don't remember if I. I didn't give 99 an uh, actual final star rating. Well, you I didn't start doing that until 99 uh, Valentine's Day massacre. So We'll save you the time. Two and a half stars. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be two and a half stars. <laughs> it wasn't good. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I watched a, uh, a list today ranking every single Vince McMahon match. It was an hour-long video. <laughs> that sounds awful. Dude, it was hilarious. It's because it's McMahon. <laughs> I can, I'll, I can link you the video if you want to. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, I had to, like, really skim through it. <laughs> yeah, you could honestly just, like, fast forward through it. I was going to say, that's, like, one of those things where it's, like, here's the point, now get to it. <laughs> I just, like, with it, I just listened to it in the background when I was cooking, is what I did. That's a fair, fair way to do it. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I don't know. The Rumble, it, it was it was like, you know, like it was, right. it was more entertaining than anything in '99. Yeah, I don't know why I had my expectations so high for the '99 shit. Like I thought the '99 and yeah, 2000 were pretty you, good. WrestleMania 15 sucked. Like, yeah, I mean, you would think it would have been a lot better. No, no, no. People say like the Attitude Era is the best era, but honestly, dude, it's so well, hard. that's because of the entertainment value. I think, like in terms of wrestling, you know, it kind of just sucked. I know, but like the people that say the Attitude Era was the best era are also like marks and super like snooty about wrestling too like if it's not in the like five star in the in the japan like tokyo dome or whatever then it ain't good wrestling or they're like the same people they go hand in hand but doesn't make sense because they like attitude wrestling it just just, i just don't understand it doesn't it doesn't go together at all (laughs) no not at all like i enjoy me attitude i enjoy me ruthless aggression and whatever what was between because between Attitude and Ruthless, there was, like, a little thing that happened between it. Probably just, like, know. the invasion angle. Like, that's that's the only way I could describe it, because they did they too much. They, like, a talent overload at that point. And they didn't yeah, know what After to do WrestleMania with. 17 was the end of the Attitude era. Yeah, because they were Basically, no longer Basically, that's when most people, that's when most people say that it was the end anyways. There's no definitive end, but that's, like, Like, a good point say. for the end. I, yeah, I don't know what you'd call that middle point, then. Because Ruthless Aggression, it really starts to, like, 03. Yeah, it didn't happen until John Cena came out and said ruthless aggression and Kurt Angle. Yeah, which I think well, that might have been late 02, I guess. But either way, 03 was like the first year of it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then that lasted until the PG era in 08. Yeah, which is just awful. Yeah, less talk about that is uh, better. So, yeah. do you have any final thoughts? Anything else you want to talk about before we end this? Nothing I can think of. All right. Well, I have said it once. I've said it a hundred times. Val Venus deserved better. Yeah. And he deserved point. a title shot at WrestleMania against Kurt Angle. That he could have won it, too. That would have not. That would have drew, like, nobody. <laughs> it would have drew me, okay? I would have watched it. <laughs> Fucking three-year-old you. Just like, yeah, like, I'm going to watch this. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I love uh, Valvinus. He's my what's favorite a, wrestler. What's a porn star? Choppy, <laughs> choppy, your pee-pee. <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose I'll leave here then. See ya. All right, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow about the NBA bubble and how uh, Dame and the Blazers are going to just sweep the Lakers. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next episode will be about uh, NBA, so I got to do a lot of research. For that. Yeah, you got to do a lot of research about why Dame should be MVP and how he's been robbed. I only need to talk for about an hour on that, so I can I can do enough research to figure. Yeah, that out. no, I agree. But the fact that the Blazers won yesterday, LeBron had a triple double is pretty impressive. Yeah, one game. There's no home one court game advantage. in LA. Yeah, home court advantage is gone. I love it. You don't? Yeah, I know it's great. Like, and the by the Lakers way, don't need it. Well, the craziest part here is the Lakers. If this like the playoffs would have happened on time and COVID wouldn't have fucked everything. They probably would have swept the Blazers at that point. And now their chemistry is a little fucked up. That's okay. So they're using the Blazers to warm up because they don't want they don't and, want to get rid of the Blazers so quick. That way they can get like used uh, in the game shape, you know. Fuck you. There's and then game. then the Clippers just somehow rigged the game and they get Porzingis ejected on a technical bullshit. It was yeah. by the way, look that video up in your research. Porzingis should have never been ejected. It was such a soft thing. Like there were a bunch uh, of older players like Dirk come on Twitter just. If you going want off. to, uh, 
if you want to send me uh, some talking points, I'll uh, do some research on them. All right, sounds good. I'll I'll try to send them your way. All right. Well, I'll send it here though. All right. All right. Later. Later.